This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Lauren Angela here. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank this week's sponsor, Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, and you'll get... 50% off just about any item. And Angela, they've got a lot of items. Yeah, we're very excited about this. And I feel like all of you guys know Adam and Eve has sex toys, but did you know that they also have lingerie? I mean, I didn't until very recently, and they've got really cool, cute lingerie. I'm down with the baby dolls. Yes, I'm so excited to use my 50% off because, did you know, Laura, when I was little, I was like like a child, I was obsessed with lingerie. What? And, Please explain. Okay. And my mom, I would be like lost in like a department store, and my mom would be like, where are you? And then she'd find me wandering around in like the teddies in the lingerie section. I just like, I wanted to grow up and wear nothing but marabou feathers all the time. <laughs> okay. That's... Slightly adorable, slightly creepy. I'm not sure what to make of that. Yes, I was a very sexy child. And and yet you grew up to be so well covered. I know. That's why I'm really happy that I get to use my 50% off, use my full potential. I'm going to show up to like all our podcast record- recordings and like nothing but mini skirts and you know I've, 90s. I fully support that considering I have an entire drawer dedicated to lingerie. You do. You have a fun drawer. 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 I have an accent. Drawer. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you guys, if you want to get your little nighties, you can go and select your item at 50% off. You're also going to receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping for your entire order. That's adamandeve.com. Come and use your code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E. Go to adamandeve.com. Use that code SINGLE. Now Now let's let's start start the the show. This is why you're single. 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you live for other people. And not the way like teenagers say, I'm like living for you in a good way. It's like bad, like you're living for someone. Yeah, exactly. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, how to tell if your relationship will last forever, and the ideal age difference for a lasting relationship. Lots of lasting relationship news. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. What's going on with you, girl? Um, well talking to people talking about dating uh (laughs) you know as i do field research all right my my old roommate jake is having some dating problems which i thought was interesting that i wanted to get your perspective on oh it's do tell yeah so jake he does not drink which and he doesn't do it for like health reasons he's super into working out he's like jacked he's got a great bod i can say that in a platonic way all right fair enough it's platonic and um, (laughs) you say that with such strain in your voice so but and he always tells me like girls are freaked out that i don't drink and i'm always like "Mm, wait why doesn't he drink it's for like health reasons. He oh, also, it is I, for health yeah, reasons. Yeah, it is for health reasons. He does like his family, I think, has a history of like there's some people in his family that are alcoholics. So he just like for the those two reasons, he just doesn't want to like just mess avoid with it. avoid the issue. Yeah, his his vice is working out. <laughs> I wish that was my vice. Oh, my God. Um, He like works out a lot. So anyway, uh, he always tells me like girls on Tinder will be freaked out that he doesn't drink. And I'm like, why would that affect? Like, I feel like that wouldn't freak me out so much so like he'll ask a girl out she'll be like yeah let's get a drink and he'll be like no let's get coffee and then immediately these girls because he showed me the messages they'll like immediately be like oh you don't drink what's wrong are you an alcoholic <gasps> oh my god <laughs> i feel like i would probably think that but i wouldn't actually say it i can see how maybe they'd get weirded out it, just because it's he's he's like putting an what they assume is an issue right up front. They shouldn't have an issue with not drinking. I remember I went through a phase in college where I just didn't want to drink anymore. And it, I was really depressed during that phase because it affected my social life a lot. It was hard to hang out with friends. Even now I just, I don't drink it. I don't drink that much and I'll go out with my girlfriends and they'll be getting drinks and I won't get one. And they'll say, 
oh, come on, just have a drink. Why not? Why not? And oh God, that it, I'll tell you right now, Angela, don't ever say that to me. You, I can't imagine you being the type of person that ever would. That is my number one pet peeve. Cause every time I'm like, why do you care if I drink? I do. I will say though, like when you're out with friends, I get that perspective. Cause I think you're a little bit like, I'm having fun and I want you to have fun. But that's the thing is I do have fun. Like I right. will be, I'm the type of person I can hit the dance floor, like dance up a storm and I don't need to be drunk. I get like, if you feel insecure, I don't know. I, I see both sides of it. It's fun. If like, Oh, let's all go get like some sangria together. And right. that's like a thing we're all doing where it's maybe I feel insecure if I, if we're at dinner and I'm the only one like downing three sangrias and I you're not. if that like translates into dating because like these girls and probably like guys in this scenario would also feel the same way. Maybe they're like, I'm like nervous. So I want to drink to relax. But the fact that this other person isn't doing that is making me feel like we're not on the same like playing field. I can see if like having a drink with dinner is a very social thing and that's a big part of your life and people probably feel weird saying that drinking is a big part of their life but i can see how it could be like my friends that go out pretty regularly and then dating someone that doesn't drink i I can see how they might feel uncomfortable but they they shouldn't they shouldn't feel uncomfortable and like everyone's different but like i know for him he doesn't care if they have a a drink at dinner it's a little awkward because he if they get drunk he's not drinking and then it's like he, he doesn't want to put a move on them. right he, he also want to sh- be put in that position at all so he'll just you know but even if he was drinking he still should have that mentality well, of course but does he feel like he's creepy if he's sober and they're yes. and they're drinking and then he's yeah. afraid that they're gonna think he's trying to be creepy about it he just feels creepy i think that's interesting. I, I know my friend, my friend Katie, she was went on like a month long cleanse. She does this like every, I don't know, every six months or so mm-hmm. where she won't drink. She'll eat really healthy and um, I don't know, just kind of cleansing the body of the <laughs> alcohol or whatever right. else. Um, And she was going on a lot of online dates and she did feel that it was necessary to tell people ahead of time. And I remember mm-hmm. at the time saying, I don't think you need to tell people you're making a bigger deal out of it than it is like if you go to a bar just like get a soda or just say oh i've got an early morning right and just like get another drink get go get a tea like go to dinner with this guy like she was going to dinner with these guys and feeling the need to tell them that she wasn't drinking i'm like just go to dinner and oh, if you're going to dinner don't, you don't order a drink to, yeah well what was funny for him was i was like just suggest dinner and he was like but then i have to pay for a lot of dinners oh yeah like, that's- oh. <laughs> so whether you drink or not they're all cheap bastards yeah <laughs> i mean i understand how maybe going to coffee or getting a tea might feel a little too interviewee maybe you know i don't know i guess yeah that's maybe- a hard position though yeah it's tough it's yeah. tough but i'm just saying be be open gals. yeah be be open. I, I don't think he needs to tell them ahead of time if they get... I think that he should just get out of his head. He knows he's not creepy. He's not going to make a move on these girls if they're having too many drinks at the bar. And I think that he should just go to go to a bar if that's where they want to go and then just don't order a drink. Right. And like, I'm pretty sure most people on a first date are not getting wasted. Right. Unless... Just order a soda. a day. Yeah. Or just, a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> you're it's like, been a day. I'm just <laughs> letting it all hang yeah. loose. Uh, but, but yeah. He should just say, oh, I'm not really drinking, um, but like, get whatever you want. And just hopefully the girls don't think it's weird. Right. So, anyway, I, that's just an interesting thing going on dating wise. Yeah, it's the social etiquette of that. It's complicated. I like to, to get drunk myself. Yeah, but I'm in a relationship. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what what are you up to? Yeah, I don't drink that much anymore. But um, I so I have some friends, Angela. I think I've told you about this. They're on a big reality show that's oh, yeah. not out yet. If you listeners are fans of Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> their show I think it's going to be on right after Vanderpump Rules. They've been filming it all summer. Okay, I'm so not we're di- getting very specific now about what the show is. I don't think I'm really divulging a lot of secrets that are not out there because. Prior to this week, I haven't said anything to anybody about the show. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they've been filming it in the Hamptons and basically like the. (laughs) So now you definitely know what show it is (laughs) if you do a a simple Google search. Anyways, basically the whole cast are my friends. My friends are on a reality show. I won't say, I don't think I'm giving away that much. Am I? It's I don't think they'd be just, mad. Just a show about the Hamptons that premieres after Vanderpump Rules. I mean, not 
in like the very coming few. I don't know when it's supposed to premiere. Anyways, okay. uh, that's out there. I'm not breaking any news. Maybe it's news to you listeners that I'm friends with the entire cast. It's very weird for me because I I hear a lot of from both sides, all the cast, like all the drama. And I think going into filming this show, they were really excited. Um, they were like, oh, the show is going to be like about how we're like professional women and people in Manhattan mm-hmm. and New York, like working hard and like work hard, play hard. And like summer over the weekends, we like go right. to our Hamptons house. And I think it, it turned into more of a reality show and drama and fighting between best friends than they realize. And it makes me really sad because these friends, a lot of them, they met each other through me mm. and became roommates and became friends. So to see them fighting is it's been, it's been heartbreaking because right. we've but, been friends but- for like, almost 10 years and now like friendships are being torn apart it's just crazy what like reality show cameras and having producers whisper shit in your ear which pisses me off because like these stupid bravo producers are ruining like friendships it's like breaking my my friends group apart like my bridesmaids are like not talking there would be no show if there was no fighting and i'm sure there's pressure on they want the show to do well so they're like let me think about what does make me angry about you yeah well i'm fucking pissed because these are like my friends that i've had for 10 years and now they're gonna look like you know drama queens fighting with each other and i'm more just upset that that my best friends are are fighting and they don't they don't usually fight but anyways one thing that got thrown out that i thought was relevant to dating was Mm -hmm. one of the one of the girls supposedly this is hearsay i'm hearing it from one of my friends she she said to the other girl they were in a you know they were in a big fight cameras were rolling and she said something along the lines of like you know well you don't even have anything going on like you're single and you're not working or you don't have a job and i said to my other friend who i said what did you how did you respond and she said well well i told her like no i am i am dating i got back together with my boyfriend and, and my job stuff's going well and that really stuck out to me because i said to her i go that was the wrong defense yeah. that's not what you should have said i think what she should have said what would have been a better defense which by the way i like both of these women so mm-hmm. I, I would have but i would have said if somebody said that to me i would have said you will unlike you i don't define myself by needing a man or and i don't define myself by what i do i define myself by who i am right and because if you're single that that's not a that shouldn't be considered right. a bad thing and if you're on a break from a job and my friend was like but i'm not and i'm like i know i know you're not <laughs> but, but even if you, you are even if you are it doesn't matter that shouldn't define who you are right and like the type of person you are is what should define you and if you would have said that back to her that would have been a stronger argument and um you know it was a little too late the cameras were uh right well i guess you know there's always the confessional booth <laughs> hopefully <laughs> i don't know well, what are your thoughts on that oh i totally agree yeah i mean i think it's so much more but again, this is this is we're talking about this like hypothetically, but I think it's like it's like way more pathetic to define yourself by someone else or your association to someone else or someplace else than than by the the content of your character. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was I, I was just so disappointed that that this was even said. You know, right? But I get it. You're mad, or you're drinking, and you're just like, well, sure. whatever. You're you're single, and you don't have a job. And the other girl's like, I'm not single, and I do have a job. And I'm like, no, wrong arguments. Like that, you should have never said that to her. And and you got defensive about saying that you're not single and you have a job. And like, no, <laughs> wrong hard. argument. Right, right. Anyways, so it'll play out on fucking TV. Yeah. I'm so mad about this. I bet you they have no problem with not drinking on dates. I'm joking. <laughs> they, 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 that whole show was probably fueled. That fight was probably fueled by these are uh, like, some yeah. mimosas. Maybe. I, I mean, these are like smart, beautiful, nice women. They're my friends. I love them. I'm mostly mad at the producers who have... I, I Maybe I'm blaming the producers and not letting them I mean, take but, any responsibility but but whatever they're my friends so i support them in whatever that in whatever they do I, I don't know i'm definitely gonna throw them a big premiere party when it comes out <laughs> it might be awkward to all watch together <laughs> why because they'll be talking terribly oh. about e- and to each other i have hope that by the time it airs they'll have rekindled their relationship yeah i mean what's her name stassi our friend stassi and, and Kristen. they made up they that's true they fought on the show and now they're friends again yeah it's it true. happens um all right on that note should we talk about what's in the news yeah 
Angela, what's in the news? Well, I am so grateful to our listener, Sarah, because she actually sent in an article that she wanted us to cover. So less work for me. Thanks, Sarah. Um, the, the article was from Daily Mail. It's 21 questions that will reveal whether you're in a healthy relationship that will last for life by uh, relationship expert Tracy Cox. Oh my God, I want to know this. I know. I mean, I know Nick and I are going to be together forever because he's the best person and he's. I'll never meet anyone better. Well, grill him with these questions. I'm All sure right. he'll love it and then you'll be together forever. So uh, this is based on advice from couples, counselors, therapists, psychologists, decades of reputable research. Um, okay, first, if you had... You, are you just reading like a, a few of your favorites? Yeah, well, I'm not going to read all 21 unless, you know, you guys have an hour to spare. No, just read me your favorites. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you had to repeat the last six months of your relationship on a loop forever, how would that make you feel? Oh, man. I mean, I'm the type of person that... Am I supposed to answer these or no? <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, I'm the type of person I'm always trying to better myself. So right. I think like, so no, I, that would drive me crazy. It's so funny because I, I asked a few of these to Ian and his co- answer was similar to yours and that he was like, oh, I would be like boxed in. I would feel like Groundhog's Day. But like, I was like, no, that's not the point of the question. It's no. like the quality of our like relationship. If you could repeat that for, for uh, ever. No. No, <laughs> no, I would not. No, I mean, my relationship's great, but like. I just constantly, I think it gets better and better and better. I don't want to feel like Billy Crystal and Groundhog's Day. I get that. I get it. But also, if, you know, if that was my fate. True Billy please. Crystal was in Groundhog's Day. No, no, it was Bill Murray. <laughs> I knew it was the wrong Bill. Uh, but if that was my fate, whatever. I, I, I would, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. Uh, what's another one? Um, I, oh, I like this one because the answer was interesting That or the, the reason they gave. How many good times do you have compared to bad times? Oh, definitely more. So there's an, a scientific ratio that you should have. It's uh, five to one. You should have five good times for every one bad time. Okay. I think we're around that average. Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Uh, those are fun. Yeah. Also, I think you'll like this one. Do you argue? I mean, everybody. Does. I feel like if you're not arguing, then you're not intellectually challenging each other. That is what they said. Really? The odd, Shut up. Yeah. Well, the, not those words specifically, but the odd argument is the sign of a healthy relationship where you both feel free to speak your own mind. Oh, my God. All you right. should be arguing. This Hell is, yeah. This is good news. So. um, Cool. I'm going to. Ch- yeah. I'm going to. I'm going through all these questions. You can go to Daily Mail to read the rest. But all right. Just just some fun ones great article this i week. think we're both gonna be i mean you and i should have answered them for each other too oh, you and yes. i will be together forever. i would play this the last six months <laughs> with you you would but I not would. with nick interesting <laughs> is that weird <laughs> i mean we we have a lot going on we do it's been exciting not that you and nick don't have a lot going on we we do we, we have more going on i guess <laughs> all right um I've been reading an art- article from Cosmo. Sexy. Can we clarify that that's not Laura singing and a lot of people think that it is? Oh my God, I wish it was. <laughs> Sexy. No, I can't. Sounds see- similar. Kind of, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's a random person. All right, so I'm reading an article about the ideal age gap that um, that you should be between you I and like your this, partner. You know, I used to be a fan of the, be May, a cougar? the May, December. No, I was a, what's the... Not a sugar baby because they didn't have money, but, you know, a baby. (laughs) You had a sugar daddy without the sugar. (laughs) Right. Um, So this article was written by Zara Kenyon. So uh, she wrote that they say the age is nothing but a number, but certain age gaps or lack thereof might end in tears. Now, this was uh, according to a study conducted by Emory University in Atlanta that -hmm. said there's an ideal difference that can heighten your chances of a lasting relationship. The study looks at 3,000 people and found that the greater the age gap, the greater the risk of a breakup. These are just patterns, but the results could come down to partners having conflicting goals and interests at different stages in their lives. Now, the research found that couples with a five-year age gap are 18% more likely to split than an equal age couple, while that figure jumped all the way to 39% with a 10-year age gap. Now, I've got a mm. couple friends that date some older guys. So yeah, 10 years 40%, like 30, 
40 percent i know 10 years doesn't sound that i've I've dated a guy in college i dated a guy that was 28 and i was 18 we broke up but we'll see that's when you're when you're because when you're 18 yeah your life is so different but i do feel like if you're a little older and then there's a 10 year age gap i don't have as much of a problem with you would think but but then i think when you get really old then like then like they're they're not as mobile and you're still younger i don't know but 39 percent is huge for couples with a 20 year age gap the statistics are not hopeful with a chances of separation rising to 95 percent now the ideal age difference researchers believe that a one-year gap is the sweet spot with the chances of divorce standing at a much smaller three percent guess what my age gap with ian is one one shut bitches. up oh man you win between these two news articles we're together forever <laughs> um our age gap's three years so um i don't know hmm. that, i don't know what the but I, I feel good about that yeah this makes sense though because even i'm 27 when i was like 24 i feel like i was a different person yeah so. um I, I we get a lot of emails from people asking about age gaps and wondering like oh god they have different priorities is it okay so now we can just we can just point them to the to stats. science point them to the science right you may be an exception to the rule but mm. but it's not looking but good science but science all right let's jump in to our mailbox Angela what do we have in the mailbox this week we have a great question um, this question is from Kay. Kay writes, hey, ladies, please keep me anonymous. I just did that. Kay. As possible. All right. She says, recently after seven years together, my boyfriend came out to me as bisexual. Uh, That's a long time. Seven years. Yeah. For him to keep that secret. Okay. I take a lot of... Seven years. Holy shit. Right? I take a lot of pride. I'm mostly just mad about that. I don't know what else she's about to say in the email. Maybe he realized it later. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think so. I peeked at the question. I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I take a lot of pride in being open-minded and being supportive to the LG... She said... uh, Yeah, whatever. It's LGBTQ community. She just had the letters flipped. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and, And do believe sexuality is fluid. With that said, pretty embarrassed and ashamed that when he told me he had relations with men in the past, okay, so he knew, uh, it honestly made me sick and I felt betrayed and shocked. Am I crazy for feeling this way? Would this be a deal breaker for you? I should note that he says he told me so he could be 100% honest in our relationship and was meant to bring us closer and that he didn't tell me because he wanted to pursue men... um, He's saying he didn't. He he, the, he, he didn't wants t- to marry a woman. Yeah, he didn't tell He's her. Saying. It's not. He does not want to pursue men. He still wants to marry a woman. Right. He also knew this was a pretty sore subject to me, as I had a long term relationship with someone who came out gay later in life. Um, she says. I guess it comes with dating sensitive men. Um, Aww. You know. <laughs> I do have a deep rooted fear of being left for a man, despite trying to be supportive as I can to my boyfriend and to all of my friends that are gay. I'm not sure how to process my feelings, nor do I want to dismiss our seven years together, but it does feel like I'm with a stranger now and maybe would have handled it differently if it were put on the table from the start. Any advice and thoughts would be appreciated. Well, this is a heavy one. I think it's, it's interesting that she says she would have done things differently if she had known when they first got into their relationship. Well, they've been together seven years. That's a long time. I wonder, right. does she mean that she wouldn't have dated him at all? She, You think she, by that you mean... Well, I think if she does mean that she wouldn't have... Or she would have thought twice about dating him, that's kind of crazy because... They've had a nice seven years. Right. If they've been he, together for seven years, things are going well, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're happy he hasn't cheated on her which is her fear so she would have been insecure for seven years that he was going to cheat on her because she has this complex about being left for a man it's interesting knowing that he's interested in both men and women if you're you're worried that someone's going to cheat on you you're not worried that they're going to cheat on you with the same sex right that's what she's basically saying so she's saying Mm -hmm. like i'm fulfilling his female needs right she's saying like she's worried that he's not having a certain other aspect of his sexual needs fulfilled which is by a man right and i get that that insecurity or that fear i would mostly be i mean i would be really upset number one that he waited so long 
to tell me because after seven years, you've got to be pretty open with each other. You shouldn't have any more secrets in the closet. Like Nick and I have talked about all of our sexual exploits with exes. We've laid it out on the table. I've told him about my drunken making out with women. Like if he had hooked up with a guy, like he should tell me, but at this point, right. I would think. But at the same time, look what happened when he told her. Now she's all freaked but, out. But that's also because he waited seven years. I guess so. But I think... I well, mean, also yeah, her, right. hist- her history, though, too. Right, right. She, yeah. I mean, if I were in his position with her history, and I really liked her, but I was like, this thing could scare her away. I don't know. I think with this kind of stuff, you have to be really open from the beginning. It's interesting. This is has a lot of layers to it. Number one, there's the layer that it's... That in our society, it's sexy when a woman's bi. It's like hot. It's like guys supposedly love it. They don't care. Girls are like, oh, yeah, I'm into girls too. Sexuality is fluid. And it's like, oh, no big deal. That's all cool. And then when a guy's bi, a lot of people are like, oh, no, he's gay. And it's a total double, double standard. On top of that, when we had Jenna Burke on the episode, she was the Bachelorette contestant and my friend who... Mm -hmm forever dated guys and then recently started dating women she said that a lot of lesbians didn't like hearing that she also dated men because all the lesbians that she was dating she says were worried that that jenna was gonna leave them for a man so and that's a pretty common thing right uh for for i have a couple friends who are females and bisexual and i have i have friends that are lesbians that have said that that about bisexual girls like that they're afraid that they're just gonna go back so guys. it sounds like when you're in a relationship and you're bisexual and you're in a relationship with someone that's not bisexual, that person is, at least from a lot of people mm-hmm. that we know, it sounds like there's a pattern where people are worried you're going to leave them for whatever the opposite sex is that you're not currently dating. Right. But all, I mean, the, this insecurity that we're talking about is not really founded in anything, like any kind of right. real logic. It's really just like the insecurity security of the person and the double standard right at the at the bottom of everything it's is this person going to cheat on me are they going to leave me it's you not it's not being secure in your relationship on top of that what i find really interesting about Kay is she's saying you know she's very open-minded she's supportive of the lgbtq community she's you know of course knows that sexuality is fluid which you and i both know and we both talk about a lot and it's interesting it's like she's found herself but once she found herself in the situation she felt like a hypocrite right which we've talked a lot about too yeah i i totally get it i mean i think you and i i don't think that she's a bigot i don't think that she's like or a hypocrite for being supportive of the gay community and then but not wanting surprised when her boyfriend turned out to be bisexual um like what would you do if if ian told you that he was either into men in the past or that he was bi I don't, I mean, if he was telling me that, it depends on why he was telling me. Is he telling me because he feels like there's a part of himself that he's not exploring and he wants to, then I would be concerned because he'd be seeing somebody else. But it sounds like this guy is not saying that he wants to break up or anything like that. He just wants her to know this aspect of her personality or of his personality. So I do wonder why he's telling her. I wonder, maybe he's well, claiming think, that it's not that he wants to be with the guy, but if he's telling her after seven years, I wonder if it's that he does feel suppressed sexually or if he's telling her that he feels suppressed and that he just has this secret that he's been hiding that he wants her to know. Right. And there's a lot of questions. Like well, I, think, I think a lot, like if Nick told me that he all of a sudden was bisexual i mean we're married now so that would be a big shocker because you're <laughs> supposed to tell people that before you get married you well, should tell yeah, them any, any secrets know. yeah i don't know i i don't know i feel very conflicted I, i'll be honest i feel very conflicted yeah. i'm like i'm like a big loud sexuality's fluid like i'm somewhere on the spectrum but like you can't be is not really fair right. but i find my, i'm like a hypocrite a lot i'm like oh i don't want uh I, I want to be able to drink and go out until whenever, but like, I don't want to, I guess that's not true. Nick can come back at three in the morning. I don't give a shit, but I don't know. We find ourselves hypocrites in different scenarios in life. I think this is one of them where I feel very right. conflicted. I just think that like, it's not like this is a new relationship, like that far in, there should be a certain level of trust that you just have to take the person at their word. You're not going to break up over it. Like I, right. it's crazy if you, 
this is what makes you break up with the person when they haven't even acted on anything. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard talking it out. If Nick had said that he was like open, I remember asking him, have you ever made out with a guy or hooked up with a guy? And he said, no, I never asked like, would you? And I don't, I think he's so like, maybe because he's like a creative artist type, you know, he's like, bodies are bodies. It was just like right. bones covered in skin. Like, <laughs> I, I really think he like, I mean, I kind of know. I, I, th- I don't think he, I think he would. And I'm totally okay with that. Like, I think I'd be totally okay with it. I really do. Right. And I think it's good. I mean, knowing that he's, that her boyfriend has acted on it in the past, I think where I would be concerned is if he was like, I'm bisexual and I've just realized it because then it would be like, well, then it's important for you to explore, explore that. that. Right. And right. it's going to be hard for you to explore that. I have a friend that lives in Los Angeles and she, she has been like a long in a long-term relationship with a guy who used to date and be in love with other men. And he's bisexual. One of the nicest people ever. He's, he's the best. And, um, and they have like a, a great, healthy, happy relationship. She's like totally cool that he dated men. I I'd like to hope that if I'd like to hope that I was like that, that I yeah. you know I and they have a healthy relationship because they trust each other. They know they're not going to cheat. They're both like obviously very anti cheating. I don't know anybody that says they're like <laughs> pro cheating. Well, you could be like in an open, but that's different. Yeah, you could be in an open. Yeah, that's different. But yeah, they're just they're secure with who they are. They know they love each other and they're fine. So I think I think her feelings of feeling conflicted because she seems like such an open minded person. I think they're really I think she's not as if I'm maybe I'm projecting. I think she's maybe not as conflicted as she thinks she is. I think she's more upset that he's had this secret for seven years. Yeah. And I think that she's angry and upset and maybe is confused at why she's upset. I I don't know. I get all that. I think she shouldn't feel bad about being upset. Right. But probably the most important thing is like to talk to her boyfriend and tell him, you know, that she's worried because of her past and just, you know, have him like reassure her that he's not looking to like cheat on her. Yeah. I would say, do you, do you still have, Tendon, do you are you still interested in men? Do you do you miss that? He, he's saying like it sounds like no, he's in love with her. He still loves her. He wants to marry her. So I think she just needs to find the confidence in their relationship, right? And and just rem, remind herself that that she knows sexuality is fluid. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. That's and I think that's maybe where the fear lies. Is maybe some people have a hard time wrapping their head around that someone can be both. Like if right because if you you're not really believe that someone can be bisexual, then there then there's really no fear. Right. There's just as much fear that they're going to leave you for a woman. If in if you're in a heterosexual relationship, you're afraid that the guy's going to leave you for a girl. So like all this time, this this past seven years, she wasn't like fixated on him leaving her for a woman. Right. So the only reason she's worried now that he's going to leave her for a man is because she doesn't necessarily believe that he's interested in both genders deep down. Maybe. 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 I don't know. That's a lot of psychoanalysis. I know. I'm sorry. No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> this is heavy. I would just say, I mean, what does she really, what does she first want? She just wants our advice and our thoughts. So. Well, those are a lot of thoughts. Oh, that was a lot of thoughts. And I our would, advice. I would say my instinct, if this was happening to me, would initially to feel like conflicted and hypocritical but then once because i think at the beginning when i read this question that's how i felt but then after talking it out and like doing some self-exploration i actually think i'd be completely cool with it so i think she kind of yourself time and that took me five minutes of (laughs) self-exploration to realize that i'd be totally cool with it so give yourself five minutes of (laughs) self-exploration it might take longer i don't know if he's a good person if you have a healthy relationship i think you guys are going to be totally fine you know, just tell him like next time you have a secret, bro, don't wait seven years. Right. Alrighty. I think it's time to move on to the reason of the week. This week's reason of the week is you live for other people. This is when you're like dating other people that you think other people will be impressed by. You, you've mentioned that you used to do that, right? Yeah, I think, well, you know, I don't think you consciously do it, but I definitely feel like I stayed with certain people 
for longer than I would have because like my mom really liked them. Yes. My grandma loved them. All your friends liked them. No, my friend actually hated this oh. specific person. Thinking, <laughs> should, I should have <laughs> listened to them. See, you choose the people you listen to and yeah. you live for. You maybe live for other people. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely done this. Like you, somebody's good on paper. You, you want to be proud of who you're dating. You're like, oh, look, this person's got a good job. They're cute. They like whatever it is. Right. And you and you date them, but you don't really have chemistry. And you realize that you're you're living your life based on what other people think. I've done this right. before in my jobs, even like mm-hmm. I was working at People magazine, which it's a great magazine, great place to work, worked with a lot of great people. But by the end of that job, it was getting kind of all, all these magazines I worked at OK Magazine, Life and Style, they all got pretty just toxic at the end, whether yeah. it was like people that I liked had left, like the magazines were merging. But I kept working there because I was a job I was proud to say I did when I was like, oh, I'm like a People Magazine writer. Everyone was like, oh, that's so cool. And I and I was like, yeah, but like literally I'm just writing like st- stupid captions. And right. I, I, w- I was doing a job that was like, that was just a job that was mindless and I, I wasn't being challenged. What I really wanted to do was just focus on like us and like our book and like making a TV show and a podcast. And, and I realized that that like I was just keeping a job that sounded cool and it wasn't what I really wanted to do. I, for me, like, so my, this person that I'm referring to that my family really liked that I dated my grandma, after we broke up, like, she developed really bad Alzheimer's and she remembered nothing. And the only fucking thing she remembered was how much she liked this person. No, (laughs) no. Like pretty much on her deathbed was like, why did you break up with him? She couldn't even remember her friggin' name, but she remembered that she was mad that I broke up with this person. And for a lot of people, that's a lot of pressure. Oh my God. But like I (laughs) then flash forward a few years later, I have a friend of a friend who married this guy that I know she doesn't like. And has this is unreli- this is unreli- not- Well, this is but this is just some oh, okay. perspective. But she didn't marry the and guy. I looked at your her. grandma. Liked. No, no. But I'm just like, oh my god, I feel so good to not be her and be in that position. Wait, like, why did she? How do sure, you know? maybe I would have made my grandma happy, but I would be fucking miserable and I'd be stuck with that person. How do you know that she married so, someone okay, that so she doesn't? This like? girl is a friend of a friend. <laughs> I'm not going to give too many details, but I know through the mutual friend who she said things to. Uh, before she got engaged that basically that she wasn't really that into the person but she just felt like she was at an age where she should just settle down she's also not that old so I don't know why she was thinking that way and also when you're old why do you think that way but anyway, and like he's just their bad match it's not good but um well they're you're... married now <laughs> all right and he also reminded me a lot of the person that I was with I'm trying to keep up with that. It was a lot of friends of friends of cousins of uncles. The point is, even though my grandmother on her deathbed wanted me to be with that person, I'm happy to not be like that girl who's stuck with someone she's not compatible with. The point is, live your life for you. Date people that only you would like. Only take jobs because they make you happy, not because they sound cool when you're at brunch on Sunday with your friends or you're meeting a stranger or like you're going to like your high school reunion. Who fucking cares what other people think you really need you're the one living your life you're the one going to that job which it's probably not an eight hours a day job it's probably more like 12 because or sometimes 14 15 hours hours a day because jobs make you check emails and you're always on call and you're the one like living that life so right and also just remember like nobody thinks about you as much as you think that they do that's true like you're always like people are always like thinking people don't think about you that much no offense you spend the most time thinking about you so yeah so you you, might as well be doing shit you're happy with exactly on that note it is time for our reason of the week breakdown You don't want to live your life for other people. Live it for yourself. Which brings us to this week's game, which we call Mama Bestie Me. It's kind of like Fuck, Mary Kill. You guys know that game. I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. But instead, we're going to name three celebrities, just like Fuck, Mary Kill. But we're going to tell you which ones we think our moms would want us to fuck, which one our friends would want us to fuck, and who we want to fuck. Are you ready to play? I think my mom would prefer to think that I don't fuck anyone, but... just go along with it we'll live in an alternate reality for this game first up take it away okay 
the three celebs are Ben Affleck, his little brother Casey Affleck, or Matt Damon. Okay, I'll go first since you read it. Okay. Um, okay, wait. This is hard. I didn't think about this ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> this is hard because I think like who I want to fuck and who I think my friends would want me to fuck is the same. All right. That can happen. I feel like that's okay. No, I think we have to... You can't do that with fuck, Mary kill because you're like, oh man, I want to kill too or I want to fuck them In that both. case, that it's just like great. It's like great. I'm no. not listening to my friends, but we agree. No, we're really playing the game this way. Right. Okay. My mom would definitely want me to fuck Matt Damon because he's just really? like, yeah, he's like the nice, good boy, all around great guy, Matt Damon, cute, mm-hmm. like never does anything wrong. Um, Casey Affleck, I'll pick Casey Affleck for me because that used to be that back in the day that was like that was my go-to right now i'm, I'm really mm-hmm. into bad boy ben affleck like right. so hot for bad boy yeah. ben affleck i love i love sad ben affleck i i hate cigarettes but i love cigarette smoking ben affleck i love everything about sad cheating bad ben affleck and but i'm gonna give that to my friends because i think that's who my friends would pick so i'm gonna go with casey friends ben Sorry, that was a long answer. Who do you pick? <laughs> well, yeah, the only one of the three that I'm like attracted to. See, look at this. This is in our overlap. Like it's bad boy, sad, cigarette smoking Ben Affleck. So I'm just going to say I want to fuck him. I don't think my mom would trust him anyway. So yeah, Casey Affleck would not fit in with my family. So uh, Matt Damon, he's a little okay. lost. What about your whatever. friends? And then, yeah, my friends, my friends like like a skinny, soft spoken man. So Casey Affleck. Casey, yeah, for sure. Okay. Next up, we've got George Clooney. Brad Pitt. We picked a lot of older stars to stop to start this, but whatever. Um, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Jamie Foxx. Go. Uh, my mom definitely would want me to be with George Clooney. You know, he's like a sexy liberal. He lives in Italy. We can go visit him in the summers, and that's great. That's my mom. Uh, my friend, on his villa. He's a, it's a villa. villa, and he has like a little micro pig, which is great. Yeah. God, I no I, the pig died. The pig uh, died a long time. Can ago. it replace the pig? No. Man, all right. I kind of want to fuck George Clooney too, but I would say my mom definitely, definitely wants me to fuck George Clooney. Ah, my friends would love Jamie Foxx. He he likes to sing and dance, and they like that. So Jamie Foxx, and weirdly, I guess I will choose to if I have to. I'll fuck Brad Pitt. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm picking Mama George Clooney all the way friends brad pitt for sure i just think that my friends would pick brad pitt and i'm fucking jamie fox though for me jamie's oh he's just so sexy and also if i'm being honest i had a friend that hooked up with him and she said he's got a big dick (laughs) she was it was so big that she actually like didn't have sex with him she was like that thing's not coming anywhere near me he also is funny he's always kind of a triple threat i met him I met he's him. He's funny. He can sing and he's got a big dick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't just like him for the big dick. I know that sounds so gross. That's like, I'm like, also, this is a reason. I actually don't even care about that, but I just think that was a funny add on to the story. But mm-hmm. I met him when I was covering the the last inauguration and nicest guy ever. Hmm. I, I met him for three seconds. So he's a quadruple threat. Three seconds. And he's nice. In the three seconds we met. All right. Next All right. up. What do we have? We have Bruno Mars, Harry Styles and Justin Bieber because we are cougars uh my mom knows wait i get to pick first because you read it all right right. um friends my friends are going with justin bieber i just know it i know that's gross but they would go with justin bieber i think my mom would pick bruno mars because i think she liked his halftime show at the super bowl (laughs) and i guess i'd go with harry styles although i'm not really that into him i i would probably be more into bruno but if i have to i'm picking harry styles yeah uh my mom knows more top 40 music than i do right now because she listens to a lot of uh the pop radio so she would she would pick bruno mars for me i think my friends would pick harry styles they like love one direction i don't know anybody in one direction uh and i would begrudgingly fuck justin bieber gross all right next michael bolton tony bennett mick jagger (laughs) oh all right well who would i fuck from that crew <laughs> this is hard because Tony Bennett's really old. They're all old. That's I the feel point. Like it's like elder right. abuse to, Come on. to no. fuck Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm fine. I, no, you know what? I would fuck Mick Jagger because I think he knows what he's doing. Ooh. My mom would encourage me to fuck Mike Bolton because he is her favorite recording artist of all time. Uh, and 
yeah, my friends would tell me to fuck Tony Bennett because he's dapper. All right. My mom loves Tony Bennett. She's, she is for sure. I'm going with him. She's like, fuck him, please. Um, I think that my friends would want me to fuck Michael Bolton because he's old, but like he does, he doesn't look that different than some of the guys my friends date. Like oh, some, I know uh, a couple of my friends have dated older guys. I don't think that old, but I just right. Think, he has like that older Hamptons, like white suit, suave thing. Yeah, thing like that kind happening. of thing. But he, got, he got a haircut. He looks a little better now that he doesn't have the long Kenny G hair. Totally. I'm not into that, but I get it. I guess Mick Jagger just I, I like anyone that's um like I like a cool rocker that like plays guitar. He also has a really I think he's got a really young girlfriend or he's he just got he someone like pregnant. Always has, yeah. I know. He's always getting people pregnant. So so I I don't know what that means. It's not like oh you are an old guy dating a young person that must mean you're good, but he I guess he still got it. He he got I don't know. And by it we mean money. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding, Viagra. Viagra is what I meant. <laughs> uh, okay, next. Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye the Science Guy, or Albert Einstein. This is the science round. Um, I'm going with... Oh, God, this is hard. Um, You're, like, really into Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know that much about him. I don't think my friends even know about him. My friends... Maybe they do. Okay, I'm going with... All three of these guys have kind of a dad vibe. I'm going with Albert Einstein because you're going to fuck Albert. You're choosing to fuck Albert Einstein. A hundred percent. I have so many <laughs> questions for him. I love science. Some you know, talk, you little... know, I love my science of us and I just love reading studies. I just have a lot of questions so you for have him. Some post-coital science chat. He's the OG. He's the OG scientist. He, I have a lot of questions and he'd have to answer them while we're cuddling. I'm, I'm saying, I think that I'm, my friends would say Bill Nye the science guy same kind of thing as Michael Bolton that kind of like yeah old man but like not that I don't know just yeah Bill Nye (laughs) and my mom I'm saying Neil deGrasse Tyson uh she's probably seen him on like MSNBC yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Neil (laughs) I'm gonna take Neil I knew Um, it I knew it I think that my friends my mom would be creeped out by Bill Nye she would not want me to fuck Bill Nye my friends would tell me to fuck Bill Nye and yeah my mom would encourage Albert Einstein I think didn't oh you pick Neil okay this is a long game that we're playing but I'm really into it so I think we're, we have three more rounds I think we should just keep playing what do you think sure what do you guys think what we can't hear you sorry this is just like blues clues when they would blink at the screen <laughs> all right next up Reagan Barack Obama and JFK I'm so excited about this round <laughs> oh god all right this feels a little like a disrespectful round for some reason. Like as if the other rounds where we're objectifying men were not disrespectful. Well, this round, I don't know why I hold presidents up to such a high standard. JFK did love to fuck. It is well documented. Is this okay that we're doing this game? I just realized if a, if two guys were playing this game and it was like all like women actresses objectifying them, we'd be like, that's so fucked up, misogynistic. But I think it's okay. Well, but I mean, it's too late. Keep everybody going. in this game is getting fucked. It's yeah. not like we're just we're saying I'm not fucking you. Somebody's fucking. I mean, sorry, I just had like a. No, you're right. You're a right. conscience. I'm just trying to justify it. Whatever. It's too much fun. We're we're too far into it. Reagan, Barack, JFK, go. Uh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I want to fuck Barack. I'm just. Oh my god. Me taking too. Barack. Uh. My friends. Which I guess maybe JFK, he's kind of a pretty boy, but they would be like, yeah, he'll like take us to Hyannis. Uh, and then <laughs> my mom would like actually rather, I think she would be very upset if I fucked Ronald Reagan. So I've kind of backed myself into a corner. Too late. But I think I'm about to back myself up. No, actually I'm not. Okay. Um, I want Barack Obama. Just, I, I love everything about him. He's smart, intelligent, poised. He likes sports. He's got adorable He's ears. He's articulate. He's empathetic. I love uh, his ears. I mean, everything. <laughs> um, my friends, uh, my mom, JFK, I think. It's not like he's her favorite president, I don't think, but but just just nostalgia. Yeah, between the two. And um, I think my friends, Reagan, they're yeah. not, I don't have like Republican friends necessarily, but. Um, right. But what, you know. I just, I like he's an actor. When he was young, they're probably into hooking was, up with actors. Yeah, Wasn't he yeah. was an actor? Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he had good hair. I'll give him that. All right. Oh, you read this one, or um, I read this one. I don't know. I'll read it. Okay. 
Lin-Manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame. I wonder who wrote this one. <laughs> There's a lot of people that like Hamilton lore. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, LeBron James. All L's. I answer first. Mm-hmm. This one's hard. Um, hmm. I think my mom would say Leo. My friends would say LeBron. And I think I would say Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. I think all three of the people in this game would want me to fuck Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I'm going to spread it out, I guess. Uh, My friends... Okay. My friends would want Hamilton tickets, so they'll say Lin-Manuel Miranda. My mom would want tall grandchildren, so let's go with LeBron. Ooh, yeah, good point. <sighs> Who did I pick for I LeBron? Honestly, I don't want to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio, but... Yeah, he's looking kind of gross, but Fine. you know what? Um, If you do, it'd be cool, because he, you know, he gives lots of charity, and he's trying to save the whales and the planet, so that's I just respectable. Don't know, I don't know what we would talk about. You talk about saving the planet. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to talk about that. All right. Well, <laughs> I can't help you then. All right. Next up, Michael Fassbender, Michael B. Jordan, Michael Phelps. Oh. Wait. I don't. Did you give your answer for the last round? Yeah, I did. Oh, I said sorry. I would it's choose all blurring together. Yes. All right. Uh, I. You were so focused on preparing your answer. Sorry, sorry. There's a lot of names and fucks coming at me. I did. I gave that one really quickly. I didn't really describe it. All right. Well, Michael Fassbender is amazing. And you want to talk about big penises. Also, big penis. Um, How do you know that? The movie Shane, they show his wiener. Oh, okay. I I didn't see that movie. (laughs) And I've seen it. All right. In person. Uh, My mom... Wait, would, so you go with Fassbender. I go with Fassbender. My mom would not approve of Michael Phelps's marijuana scandal, but he's kind of <laughs> redeemed himself. That was so long ago. I know, but also you know, marijuana. I know my Who mom cares? grew up in the seventies. She was she to judge, right. but uh, I, he's a good father now, and he's an Olympic gold medalist. So right, Michael Phelps, and oh yeah, my oh my friend Ashley would be very jealous if I was fucking Michael B. Jordan. But I think if she couldn't, she would she would tell me to. She would want you to. Yeah. Okay, my mom, for sure, Michael Fassbender, because I'm just, I know she... She also likes his big penis. No, his movies, Angela. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I think she watches his movies. I'm Michael B. Jordan all the way, every day. He is, I think, one of the sexiest... Would you call him an up-and-coming actor? I think so. I think he's up and came. Up and came. He has come. (laughs) He has come. He's going to be in... I think he's, like, remaking one one of my favorite movies, the the one the art one. Oh, the Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas Crown. I'm like it's one of my favorite movies. What's, <laughs> I don't know the name of it. I don't know the Thomas Crown Affair. I think. Um, and I think my friends would be into Michael Phelps. He's like a little more like entertainment. Yeah, like, like crossover. I could, I could see your friends with Michael Phelps. Right. Totally. Um, but yeah, that that's who we pick. All right, that is it for the last round. We both win. Yay! <laughs> there's no there's no losing in this game. Nope. Nope. Nobody loses because everyone got fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I guess the point of the game was, um, despite we, we are ignoring who our friends and moms want us to fuck. Right. We're only fucking the people we wanted to. Although sometimes there is some overlap, which is great. Great. But don't base your decision on that. Exactly. We hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Also, at Your Single Show, you can follow Laura's personal accounts. On Instagram, I'm the Laura Lane, and on Twitter, I know it's it's a little egoy, but but there's no underscores in that one. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter, it's Laura Lane underscore. And I am at Sparadactyl on Instagram and Twitter. I would like to be the Sparadactyl. But why add to something that's already so perfect? It just sounds more official like you. I guess so. Um, but anyway, that's us, guys. Make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>